Today is May the 3rd. Are we really supposed to hate our families? Let's find out together as we study several passages in the New Testament. So yesterday we talked a little bit uh, in the sermon about uh, Jesus' approach to family and uh, mentioned uh, some of the verses that Jesus uh, uh, says, uh, some of the things that he says about family, appears to be a, a little bit schizophrenic. Um, looking in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 8, uh, near the end of, of that chapter, verse 21, um, a man came to Jesus and said, Lord, I want to follow you, but first let me return home and bury my father. Jesus told him, follow me now. Let the dead bury their own dead. Um, a man came and said, I just want to care for my family. And Jesus apparently said, uh, no. <laughs> Matthew uh, chapter 10, verse 37. Um, here is as Jesus sends out his disciples to minister on their own. He says, if you love your father or mother more than you love me, you're not worthy of being mine. If you love your son or daughter more than me, you're not worthy of being mine. Wow. Wow. Uh, and then, then finally in Matthew chapter 12, verses 46 to 50, um, as Jesus was speaking to the crowd, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. Someone told Jesus, your mother and your brothers are outside. They want to speak to you. They just want to talk. Jesus said, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? He pointed to his disciples and he said, look, these are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Some of the translations that we have actually use the word hate. Uh, you are to hate your mother and your father, your, your brothers and your sisters. But at the same time, Jesus uh, says what appears to be totally different. Matthew chapter 19 verses 5 and 6. He says, uh, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. The two are united as one. Since they are no longer two but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. A man and a woman are to come together and, and to love each other. Then again, um, Jesus, while he is actually on the cross, chapter 19, verse 26. Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved. And he said to her, dear woman, here is your son. And he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And from then on, this disciple took her into his home. Uh, Jesus' concern because of his love 
for his mother even as he was on the cross. And then again in Matthew chapter 15, verse 4, Jesus says, uh, God says, honor your father and mother and anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father and mother must be put to death. So what is it? Are we supposed to hate our family or are we supposed to love our family? Why in the world does Jesus talk about this uh, out of both sides of his mouth, saying we should hate them and yet we should love them? Well, context is everything, isn't it? I think uh, as we look at uh, this, this issue, we have to realize that we live in a fallen world. God's pattern for the family is that a father and mother are to love their children, to care for them, to bring them up. But that doesn't always happen. We live in a fallen world and we cannot control the family that we were born into. The uh, facts of the matter is that families can be messed up. They can be seriously problematic. Because of that, Jesus says, uh, align yourself with me. If it's a matter of comparison, you've got to love me more than you love anything else. Even mom and dad, even brother and sister, especially if they haven't been good to you, but even if they have been good to you, love me more. And yet, as we follow the Lord, we see him calling us back to that original design for the family. We are now in a new family because we've chosen to love the Lord Jesus. In the book of Ephesians, Paul actually talks about this almost right out of the gate in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. God chooses to adopt us, and as such, we can all truly say God is our Father. No matter what our earthly father was like, the times that our earthly father may have uh, disregarded us, may have ignored us, the times that our earthly father may have uh, treated us poorly, um, we now have a new father. One who's always there, one who will always have the best in mind for us. And as a result, we are now all brothers and sisters. Paul talks about this when he talks to Timothy, challenges him in Timothy, 1 Timothy, chapter 5, first two verses. 
Never speak harshly to an older man, but appeal to him respectfully as you would to your own father. Talk to younger men as you would to your own brothers. Treat older women as you would your mother and treat younger women with all purity as you would your own sister. We are part of a new family, God's family. No matter what the family that we grew up in was like, the new family that we have can be different. Paul also challenges us uh, to, because we are now in Christ, treat our earthly family differently. The book of Ephesians chapter 5, Paul says regarding the relationship between husband and wife, we are to submit to each other, we are to submit to one another. Wives are to cherish and care for their husbands. Husbands are to love their wives. We find that in Ephesians chapter 5, from verse 25 to the very end of that chapter, verse 33. Also, Paul goes on in chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. He says, children, honor your parents. And parents, care for and don't anger your children. Instead, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Because we are now in Christ, we can treat our earthly families in a different way. Paul also says, but God has a special gift for some. And Paul uses himself as an example. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 7, Paul says, I wish everyone were single just like I am. But each one of us has a special gift from God of one kind or another. For married couples, your gift is the spouse that God has given you. And for others, God may have given you the gift of celibacy, the gift of singleness. Each one of us has a gift that God has given us. What's your gift? We're called to be in God's family. Let's treat that family as family. Please like or subscribe on whatever platform you've used. Do you have questions for us? Email us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we begin Mark chapter 13, where Jesus talks about the end. Of